life. It's more full of surprises than anything you could make up. Scary stories, funny stories, sad stories, we've got them all and they're all true. Everyone has at least one great story. What's yours? All right, who ordered takeaway? Got your true story coming right up. I'd like a funny story with a dash of bellyache, please. Um, could I get something with aliens, guns, and travel, please? A one thriller with an overlay of a relationship going wrong. One takeaway order of suspense, please. You're gonna love all the stuff here. It's all really awesome. This is Tall Tales Takeaway, the podcast of bite-sized stories for curious minds on the go. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. I'm Michael Burns, and you're listening to Tall Tales Takeaway, India's first storytelling podcast. You know, sometimes you grow up with a certain flavor, and then after a while, it wears on you. You've tolerated your gobi and your aloo, but finally, one day, you've just had enough. A few years ago, our storyteller in this episode, Yogesh Upadhyay, moved to the U.S. for a short stint with a colleague, a colleague who was always a bit more suave and slick than him. Things came to a head over a sandwich when they went to the office cafeteria one day together. Here's Yogesh with I Hate Rahul Singh. I have known Rahul Singh for more than 20 years. I saw him recently and he hasn't changed much. His moustache is still well-groomed and all of his hair is still in place. Maybe it's a little bit more silver, but it's still in place. Most important of all, his attitude hasn't changed. He speaks only if he has something to say. A very sharp and a very hard-working guy, he was the top of his class in both IIT Bombay and IIM Lucknow. We studied together in engineering, and a bunch of us would go to his hostel room one day before the exam to borrow his notes. We would be all wild and disheveled, ready to work overnight, and he would be getting ready to sleep at 10. He would be dressed in his uh, immaculately pressed pajamas, and we would go and ask for his notes, and he would say, yeah, sure, take them, but make sure that you give them back to me by 6 o'clock because I would need to look at them just before the exams once. The story I want to tell you about happened 15 years ago. The two of us were colleagues and had been invited by Standard & Poor's in New York for a six-month assignment. SNP had a spot of work and at $50 a day, the two of us were very cost-effective solution. Our company, Crystal, hoped that over a period of time, it would be able to get a lot of outsourced work. So it was win-win for both of us. Crystal selected Rahul Singh as one of the two people for the job because they felt that he would be a great ambassador for the company. I assume that they selected me for my good looks. On our first day at office in New York, the two of us found out that there was a cafeteria inside the company office and promptly at 12.30 we went there. We came from a culture where company canteens served food that was much cheaper than the restaurants and we were Indian, so we were looking at saving all the money that we could. The system in the cafeteria was that you selected the food you wanted, paid for it, and then carried it to an empty table to eat it. We got into the queue and realized that we had a problem. None of the food displayed or written on the menu was familiar to us. Remember that this was nearly two decades ago, and at that time you could get pasta in maybe two five-star hotels in Bombay. That's right, it was Bombay back then. This was way before Subway or any of those international chains were in India. The two of us had a furious discussion, but we could not figure out what fettuccine was or what meatballs or eggplant were. And the inexorably moving line brought me face to face with the server before I had a chance to crack the code. The server, a middle-aged black man, 
looked at me and said in what I found out later to be a Jamaican accent, How can I help you, sir? I decided in nick of time, sandwich. I'm going to have a sandwich. We had a sandwich stall on the street near our office and we went there every day. We had a sandwich with kanda, chutney and amul butter. The server looked at me and said, Bread. I said, Yes. I said it very slowly with my eyebrows raised. I was a bit disappointed. I had heard from my friends that US believed in idiot proof processes, but surely this was too much. He raised his eyebrow in turn, only one of them, and said slowly, Which bread? Which bread do you have? I was mystified. Was I supposed to say the brand, like Modern or Wibbs? I got white bread, brown bread, rye, I got pita, I got... The man spoke for a full minute listing some 20 odd varieties of bread. White bread. I didn't remember any other option by the time he was finished. Cheese, he asked. Yes, I like cheese. Which cheese? Which ones do you have? I knew only of two cheeses, Britannia and Amul. I got cheddar, I got Swiss, I got feta. He kept going on and on and on. Swiss, I jumped in. Everyone knew that Switzerland was famous for cheese in addition to its banks and location for Bollywood songs. Meat, he asked. And now I knew that it was one of those trick questions not with an yes and no answer. In my mind, the queue behind me had grown to a few hundred people and everyone in the cafeteria was looking at me and smirking. The large woman on the counter, she looked like Whoopi Goldberg to me, looked over her spectacles at me. I felt like I heard a shock murmur pass through the whole cafeteria every time I said something. I still had to answer his question. He had asked meat. I said, sure. Which meat? He said with an expression of determined patience on his face and as by now, he knew the routine, he continued. I have chicken, I have beef, I have turkey, I have tuna and again he went into a list which was really long. Turkey. The server probably read my lips as no words came out. It was slightly easier after that. I noted yes to pickle which turned out to be a vegetable, yes to mayonnaise, yes to mustard and a few other things that he said. Finally I wiped my sweat and moved with my sandwich to the payment counter. It was Rahul Singh's turn and he stepped up and I heard him say clearly and distinctly I will have what he had. Epilogue 1 It was more than two weeks before I had the courage to change my order and I don't even like turkey. Epilogue 2 Time passed and this became my story. Whenever I wanted to show off how far I have come in life, I would tell this story. Kind of like, you know, how unsophisticated I was back then. Wink, wink, but I have changed. A month ago, I was at a lunch with two friends. We were dining at Smokehouse Delhi and the three of us ordered stuff like Cambodian basa and peri-peri chicken. Great stuff, by the way. 
See what I did again? We got talking about how the eating scene in Mumbai had changed in the last 10 years. And one of the friends started telling us a story about how when he went first to the US, he had a lot of trouble ordering a sandwich. His story differed from mine by maybe a few words. And while he was saying the story, I was looking at him with a very, very horrified expression on my face. This was supposed to be my story, a story unique to me. And when I told my friend this, he just looked at me pityingly and said, you know, Yogesh, this happens to everyone who goes to the US. Epilogue 3. We continued our lunch. My friend kept looking at me in pity. And finally, when I asked him what was wrong, he said, the story is so common that it has been incorporated in the film English for English. Hey, it's Michael. We've got a small break coming up, after which we'll have a Q&A with the storyteller, so stick around. We hope you like Tall Tales Takeaway, India's first storytelling podcast. Chances are you'll want to check out the LSD cost, India's first podcast about love, sex, and dating. We think you'll like it. It's a very candid chat show hosted by Prem and Rogue. Look for a love, sex, dating cast on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for that, Yogesh. So obviously the first question is, do you still hate Rahul Singh? <laughs> Rahul Singh is a very dear friend of mine. Um, we still meet uh, once in two or three months. Uh, yeah, he's the same. He's uh, he's uh, he's someone who doesn't uh, speak much, only when he has something to say. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, I I sent a link of the story to him, and he and his wife both enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, that's nice. In addition to making me hungry, I also love your story because it makes me think about this one deli I went to in Chicago once that only sold four sandwiches. And when, you, when you're when you American and you go to a place that has so few options, you think, what's wrong with this? Until you realize that it's so much better that way for so many reasons. One being that the place specializes in four things. So there's going to be four great things instead of 20 mediocre things. I know sometimes there's an illusion of choice. Oh, I totally agree. I think in most of the cases, choice is very taxing to you, uh, taxing to the brain. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, I, I don't want to say I'm anti-choice because that has <laughs> some other connotations. Uh, and it's totally, no, I, for, I think uh, in our day-to-day life, uh, lives, um, like making a choice of what to wear. Uh, yeah, there is this theory that um, people like Mark Zuckerberg wear the same clothes every day uh, because it makes their life so much easier and it conserves brain power to uh, take more important decisions. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. No. <laughs> well, the last thing I wanted to say is I love the fact that you ended your story by saying that a friend and a movie stole your story, but then by telling the story and incorporating that, you've reclaimed the story as yours. Yes, you have noticed my underhand shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very Rahul Singh move of you. Thank you. That is the, that is the biggest compliment anyone has paid to me in my life. <laughs> and that's the end of today's show. 
I hope you've subscribed to the podcast so you never miss a single episode. And if you do like what you heard, take a minute to rate us and share feedback and reactions on iTunes or whatever app that you listened on. We're on Facebook and Twitter, of course, too, if you'd like to get in touch. Thanks. See you next time. Hey, do you have any romance or kitten stories? Hi, I'd like to medium adventure stories uh, and hold the cheese. Get me some non-fiction. Anything. Just, just get me some non-fiction. Wow, that tall tale looks so funny. I want two, please. I'll take comedy. Yeah, something funny. Romance for Prem, fame and fortune for Kirti, and a coming of age for Sunanda. Your takeaway orders are ready at counter number two. That was so fulfilling. Produced by Sonolog.